Why, hey there. My name is Darcy Jeremy. You're listening to another episode of the Business of Ergonomics podcast. Today, we're talking about the first four steps to starting a profitable ergo business. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. Let's start this episode with some questions. I want to make sure we're all on the same page. Have you seen that there's a need in your community to start doing ergonomics assessments? Maybe no one else is doing them. Maybe just a few. But still, I say this often. When you compare our profession to other professions out there, there is usually, usually, I'm going to say in the vast majority of cases, a huge opportunity for growing your ergonomics business and making it profitable. Maybe you are working in a clinic right now and you see people who come in and you treat them for work from home related injuries and discomfort. Heck, I'm seeing this more and more in the media today. And people are starting to realize that working from their kitchen counter is not sustainable and that a sore shoulder isn't going to magically go away anytime soon. I know that. I wish there was a magic pill. Now, the way that work is being done has absolutely changed. And I was just listening to this radio program the other day saying that most people are going to stay working remotely. And that's going to have a huge effect on how offices are designed. Maybe you've already noticed that. Um, There's a tendency for a shift to be from that open concept office that was so popular in the past five to 10 years, from that to more of the style that was present prior. So more closed working areas. It's a total shift. And I've already seen companies start this shift. What this means, both from the remote work and from the change happening in workplaces, that there has literally never been a better time for more people who need our ergonomic services. So maybe you've been considering it, um, doing some assessments, adding assessments, or jumping full force into ergonomics as um, a full-time gig. And there's a couple of things I want to address before I get to the goods of this episode today. And I know that many ergonomists or ergonomics consultants, however you want to refer to that, have perfected their craft. They love it. They are passionate about what they do. And I hope you can see the passion of what I bring to the ergonomics field through my voice because obviously I love this stuff. Some even say, I want to outsource, listen to this, the business side of my business so I can only focus on executing my ergonomic services. 
I want to give you some cold hard truth about this, friends. It will cost you money to do this. A lot of money, more than many consultants think, to get really, really good marketing and sales help. Because the really talented people in marketing and sales, they're talented for a reason, and they know that they bring results, and we'll have to pay for that. In fact, often it's paying a lot for every sale, because this is where the magic happens, right? Not everyone can close. Not everyone knows how to market. It's something that's usually taken some time to do. For instance, some effective marketers might cost you up to 70% off or 70% of all profit for a particular campaign. That's 70% of all sales for a particular campaign because that's what gets people in the door. That's how you get paid 70%. So you might be fantastic at delivering your ergonomic services, but if you don't have a marketing and sales system, you'll have to rely on these folks. And it greatly affects the amount of money that you will take home at the end of the day. So it's almost like you're back to doing your typical nine to five. If we don't at least have a foundation of all this fun business and marketing stuff. Um, And the really good thing about this is that it's not rocket science. It's not. And to run a profitable ergonomics business, I want to show you and share with you the four steps to starting it out. And these are the same principles that I share in my program, the Accelerate program, where I teach ergonomics consultants and I provide coaching and guidance on how to lay the foundation for their own profitable business. So if you're interested in that, I will be opening enrollment at the end of March 2021. So be on the lookout, sign up to my email list, subscribe to the podcast. I'm going to give you the details how I can help you get to where you want to be. Let's jump into this. Step number one. The first thing you have to do is obviously really straightforward. I want you to choose your services. Yes, choose your services. Um, I want you to evaluate your current skills, experience, and the things you like to do and decide on what services that you would like to provide your clients. Step two is where I'm going to talk about who these people are and how you might not think who your ideal clients are. Um, They might be a little bit different than what you had in mind. The big thing here with choosing your services is that you don't need to do everything. Some examples of the services you can offer um, are trainings, consultations, and assessments, right? Those are the three main areas that we can provide value. And within each of those, we can get very, very creative. And it also depends on whether you're going to be focusing on the office environment or industry or a mishmash of both of them. First step here is to make sure that your services are identified. And perhaps I'll have an episode where I go into the options for services that you can provide your clients. There's so many, there's tons and tons. And if you're interested, you know, hit me up, (laughs) let me know, send me an email, and uh, we can definitely go into that if there's interest. Um, Another thing I want to talk about is 
that it often starts with building a relationship. And the goal of any ergonomics business is not just to provide value for that flash in the pan circumstance, such as you're aiding with a return to work case or an accommodation for that matter. The value in a successful, profitable ergonomics business is building a relationship over years. Instead of ergonomics being that flavor of the month, because if you're doing a consultation for a return to work accommodation, that's a really good indication that there's other opportunities in that business to provide value. And it starts with serving our clients and providing excellent help to them. And as ergonomics consultants, we're typically going to have a much broader range of services that will reach more than just one-on-one office ergonomic assessments. Gotta get started doing what you know and then growing from there as you find where the market is taking you and where the need is. I'm still learning skills every day. So the action here for step one is to make a list of all the possible services that you can offer your clients right now. That won't take any research, that won't take any uh, trial and erroring, that you can get started with this very second, okay? Once you do that, we'll move on to step two. Well, let's move on to step two right now. And this is really cool. This is where I want you to define your ideal of customers. Why? Well, my friends, not everyone is your ideal customer. Not everyone's your customer. And it's going to feel uncomfortable. Like maybe you're going to be turning away customers when you are first getting started in this. And it may seem irresistible not to lower your prices. Take on jobs that you wouldn't normally take up. I mean, doesn't really call to you so that everyone would want to work with you. Many of us have to learn this lesson the hard way. I certainly did. Never lower your rates to get customers because you'll likely get the exact same amount of customers as you did before. However, the difference is is that you'll make less profit. You'll probably start presenting your customers and you might even get burned out. And there certainly is a way to price your, uh, your prices based on expenses and the amount of time it takes you to finish the job. There's a lot of things to consider in pricing. Instead, I want you to design your services and your businesses around helping a specific type of customer and focus on helping them. And as ergonomics professionals, we can focus on helping that individual worker, that entrepreneur, or corporate. There's a lot of different angles and how we deliver our message is dependent on who our ideal client is, the language that we use to attract them in our business. This is because our services simply won't be a good fit for everyone who wants ergonomics help. Some customers just want the lowest prices. 
or maybe they can't afford to pay a professional rate. Other customers don't mind paying higher rates as long as you provide good service. Some customers only want the best of the best. I'm sure you've seen those folks before. Other customers just want the job done so they can move on in their lives. They just want something fixed. Maybe you've seen people like that before who just need any chair. They just need any desk. They don't care what it is. They just need something. They don't want to waste their time searching for solutions. I've seen people, a whole spectrum of this in my career. There's profit to be made with all of these customers, but deciding on the kind of service you want to offer is essential. And I can't stress this enough. Targeting the right customers will have a dramatic impact on both your enjoyment and the profits you have as an ergonomist, ergonomics consultant, however you want to call yourself. And if you are targeting customers that you actually enjoy working with, and these people are willing to pay decent rates for your services, you'll be happier, they'll be happier, you'll get testimonials, case studies, and referrals, and that is how we build a profitable ergonomics consultant. Alrighty, let's talk about the third aspect to setting up a profitable ergonomic business, and it's really important. However, it's not number one because I want to make sure that your services and your ideal clients are all set up first. However, the next thing I want to talk about is setting your pricing. And with this, we all know that we need to have a sustainable business. There is a tendency that I see with ergonomics professionals that we want to land that job. To do so, there's a tendency, I'm not saying that this is across the board, there's a tendency to want to lower our prices to attract that ideal client. And in all honesty, that makes it extremely challenging to run a profitable business because we are on this treadmill of constantly having to find work just to pay our bills instead of focusing on each client and delivering the goods. Let's take a step back here and look at the value that we bring to our clients. And from this value perspective, we provide uh, help with accommodation. We can stop really expensive workers' compensation claims. And we know that workers' compensation claims can cost a a company up to $10,000, maybe even more especially if that person is going to be away from work. We impact the bottom line in terms of profitability, keeping people focused on the job. Um, And if I were to list all the positive attributes of an effective ergonomics approach in a company, there would be many. Keeping those traits in mind when we're thinking about pricing is important. Because we're not offering a commodity. We're offering a highly skilled service that can positively impact that business's bottom line. We're not talking talking about wellness. We're not talking about um, morale. Although those are obviously secondary effects 
of having a really effective ergonomics approach. We are talking about profit. And to do so is going to change how you represent what you do. The second thing I want to talk about is that we, as ergonomics consultants, have to run the numbers of our own business. What are our expenses? What are the things that we need to get to our clients' workplace or do Zoom calls or however you want to serve your clients? It can be surprisingly profitable if we set this up properly from the get-go. And having a good grasp on the financial side of all this stuff is essential, especially when it comes to setting up your rates. There's two ways that I generally see ergonomics consultants set up their rates, per hour and per job. There's certain improvements you can have on each side of this, and I definitely recommend that you look at each option to see what is aligned with how you run your business. I generally go per job because I can get quite efficient on writing the assess, uh, looking at the assessment, writing the reports, all that, because I've been doing this for a while. Maybe when you're first starting up, you want a price per hour. But remember, we just need to run the numbers. Deciding how much you want to charge is one of the most difficult parts to starting the business side of this because of our pre-existing limiting beliefs and getting past that and what money means to us as service providers. And this is actually where I see most mistakes with the idea of just landing a client to get paid instead of looking at those ideal clients, building the relationship, and actually being profitable, paying our expenses. You want to include aspects such as your experience level, efficiency of your work, your ability to sell, your reputation, your professionalism, but you also need to understand what you must charge to actually turn a profit. Then you have to be confident enough to actually charge that much. There's a lot that goes into this. Let's move on to step four. This is developing a marketing strategy. At this point, heck, you've done a lot. You have a good idea of the services you're going to offer, who's going to buy them, and how much you're going to charge. That's amazing. The last part of this is to put our content, put our services in front of the people who, is, who are eventually going to purchase our services. And this is where a marketing plan comes into play. Want to think of this as like a, a magnet or something to attract those clients into our world. As I mentioned when I first started this podcast, um, this episode, I should say, that if you leave this just to the experts to do, it will cost you a lot. People who are very good at marketing, those professionals charge a lot of money for them to help you. So I think it's in our best interest to get started by ourselves to get this moving forward because marketing doesn't stop. 
It's ongoing. Of course, there's such thing as referrals and reputation and all that good stuff. And that goes hand in hand with marketing. The good news is that there's people in your city, in your community right now that are looking for ergonomics help. They really are. However, most people doing ergonomics and selling ergonomic services are, I'm just going to say it, they're, they're terrible. <laughs> they're not doing it. And I'm sorry if I've ruffled a few feathers with that. But this means that it's extremely low-hanging fruit to get started with marketing our services. Putting a little bit of effort into it, or maybe a little bit of extra effort, will yield big results because not a lot of people are doing this. So the goal in this step is to take off the layers of the onion, peel away the layers of the onion to determine the best ways to market to your clients who they are and learn about their struggles, their avatar, so to speak. So all you have to do is sit down, figure out who your ideal client is, right? You've already figured that out from um, step two. What you want to do now is if you're going to be contacting, looking for those folks who are in corporate versus remote workers versus self-employed or entrepreneurs, their, their behaviors, their desires, and their frustrations, those pain points are going to be drastically different. So you almost have to make a list for each of those if you're going to be working through all three of those because that's going to determine the best ways for us to find out where they're hanging out and then deliver our message that's aligned with their issues that they're experiencing right now. We're also figuring out what kind of, you know, it's almost like you're figuring out what type of language they're speaking and we want to speak the same language that they're doing in their day-to-day struggles. There you have it. Those were the first four steps to starting a profitable ergonomics business. I have a question for you. Which one of those steps most resonated with you? Which one do you think you need to pay special attention to? Which one do you think is going to drive your business forward? I think they all work together really nicely and you really can't have one without the other. It's kind of like the peanut butter and jelly of the ergonomics world. If you are interested in learning more, I mentioned in this episode, I'm going to be opening up my program Accelerate at the end of March 2021 for enrollment. And this is your go-to system to get started with marketing your ergonomics services. Keep a lookout for that if you're interested in learning more. Until next time, everyone, take care. So if you like what you heard in this podcast episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how other healthcare professionals are already adding office ergonomic expertise to their services and practice, I have a training for you. All you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo, and you can get started today.